Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Fort Worth podcast. I'm your host, Josh Boyd, and I'm joined this afternoon again by Pastor Stephen. Welcome, Pastor Stephen. It's good to be back with you. It's been a few mm-hmm. weeks. It has. Can you tell us about maybe your travels? Your I know you, you and Debbie were Yeah, we were away last week. I had the opportunity to travel to West Texas. Uh, our goal was to be with my daughter and her family a week ago Sunday for the baptism of our grandson, Andrew. And uh, it's a special experience yeah. for a granddad to see uh, his grandson step forward publicly confess his faith in Jesus, and then to see my son-in-law, BJ, uh, baptize his son and to celebrate his faith. It was it was special, yeah. and so it allowed for, I think, an enjoyable week. It's a really cool time. I'm glad you guys were able to, to do that, and we know that you traveled safe and got to visit some, some family, which is always Got to see my mom and good. dad for yeah. a few days, which is always a blessing, and uh, it's encouraging to see how they're doing, uh, and as I said, I, it was just a good week, and I'm grateful for Dr. Willingham uh, yeah. filling in for me in my absence, both on the Sunday I was away, but even last week. Uh, yeah, I thought was, uh, you guys to... had a engaging conversation. Uh, we're able to, to talk about some things that I, I hope to our listeners has, has been a help. Yeah, it was a really fun week getting to getting to chat with him, not only Sunday, but again, on uh, we actually recorded the podcast on Monday, and it went live on Monday, which was different from our typical Tuesday schedule, but it was really fun to, to get to sit and do that. But um, let's recap this past weekend. So sure. we just finished um, the I Am, We Are series. Let's, let's talk about that. If there was, uh, I mean, what's gone on in the last um, eight or nine weeks here as we've uh, looked at this? Well, certainly as a church family, I've been trying to have us think more personally about who Jesus claimed to be, and not so that we could be intellectually informed. I think that's always the challenge in one's Bible study, or even as one might share a message. Uh, the goal is not to inform people. Uh, the, the prayer instead is to lead people to, to encounter the Lord through the, the kind of the connection with truth. And through the I am statements, the seven of them, Jesus reveals to us the truth of who he is, and most significantly, the impact that he can make. And that's why I find the statement so helpful. With each statement, he's trying to open our eyes of faith to to the various ways that he desires to impact our life. Uh, I pray those that have participated with us have been encouraged. I hope, though, as we now come uh, to the end of the series, that you don't just set the statements aside, that by faith... We continue to think through, okay, yeah, Jesus is, for me, the light of the world. Uh, He is the life-giving vine that we talked about on Sunday, and that we just keep relating to him in personal ways that allow the power of Jesus to be seen in our life. Yeah. I know it's been really interesting how our readings as a church have kind of matched up each week, the different, and there, there was really no plan no. in that. We didn't, um, we didn't even you know, develop this, this reading plan that we're using. We really borrowed it, but it's been interesting to see how often there's been themes or elements that we can pull from the text that we're reading through as a church and really apply that to the weeks. I've really enjoyed the I Am series. I thought it's been... Well, and again, if you're listening to us today for maybe the first or second time and you're not aware that we were doing the series, <laughs> uh, I would direct you to our website at nofortworth.com. Uh, just go to the media link and you'll see all of the different messages. And for those that maybe missed even this past Sunday, I would especially encourage you uh, to watch one of our services. Definitely. Uh, John 15, to me, Josh, is just such a foundational passage in helping uh, a person of faith 
better understand how they can relate to Jesus, uh, how they can draw from Jesus uh, in ways that can affect their life. And so if you miss Sunday, uh, just watch it, uh, open your Bible, ask the Lord to help you better understand how every single day of your life you can abide in Jesus. And as you actively do that, you draw from him the spiritual wisdom and power and uh, you allow him to make a difference in who you are so that you bear fruit. And so I, uh, I'm not just trying to prop up Sunday's message, but I honestly believe uh, there is some help there for any person that wants to to actively follow yeah. Jesus and live out their faith. And it's it's rare that there's one sermon on John 15. I mean, there are a lot of a lot of pastors and churches that spend a long time on in that well, passage. Well, I, I mean, even I back in 2019, we before you were with us on our team, uh, we spent, I think, six weeks in John 15, 1 through 11. Yeah. So uh, if, you did, there. Yeah. if you watched on Sunday, I went a little long, but I was trying to squeeze all of the uh, helpful insight into one sermon. And that was, I think my aspiration was greater than what I could actually achieve. But even so, the beauty of Jesus' words are there to help us. And I do encourage you to... Uh, day by day, view yourself as a dependent branch, approach the Lord Jesus as the life-giving vine, and by faith, allow him to begin to affect who you are, both through the testimony of his word, but even more, as you ask his help in your life, allow him to bring forward in your life those qualities that just uh, reflect him, uh, whether it's a kind word or a generous action, but that you just allow Jesus to produce a, a, a fruitfulness in who you are. While we're on the topic of, you know, this previous Sunday, this previous Sunday was Palm Sunday, and we talked it about was. that in both of our services. We mentioned that, and um, I gave a, a brief word in that in a contemporary service before we launched too heavy into the thick of worship, but um, it's Passion Week. Uh, that, that started, yes, it you is. know, and we have a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, Sunday has already happened. We have tomorrow night still happening, Wednesday night Bible study, but Thursday we have what we're calling our, our Maundy Thursday service. So let's, let's talk about that for a minute. What, what can, what can you tell people about Maundy Thursday? Where does this come from? And again, uh, when you hear us say Monday, Thursday, we're not saying Monday, Thursday. Right, right, right. I was uh, interacting with someone from our church last week where we were having to adjust some schedules. And I was saying, we're going we're gonna to observe a Monday, Thursday observance of the Lord's Supper. And she thought I said, we're going to observe the Lord, Lord's Supper on Monday and Thursday. Uh, no, the term Monday is actually a, 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 an English term that's based on the Latin word mandatum, which is the word in Latin for command. And, and that term is actually taking you back to John chapter 13, where Jesus gathered with his disciples in the upper room. And as we know from the other Gospels, it's in that setting that he introduces what we call the Lord's Supper. But before he uh, shared the Passover with the disciples, it describes how he washed their feet. He sure. served them. And then having served them, he then commanded them uh, to love one another, even as he has loved them. And so that's where the term Monday, M-A-U-N-D-Y, comes from. It, it takes you back to the command to love one another as Jesus has loved. Well, this Thursday, uh, we call it Monday Thursday, where we can come together, not to wash one another's feet, but so that we might come to the Lord's table and be reminded through the observance of the Lord's Supper, uh, be reminded of his love and in fresh ways to renew faith and hopefully out of that be able to, 
to follow his example, even how we might love the people around us. So uh, I would invite those of you that are listening on Thursday at seven o'clock. Yeah, uh, you can come here and we're going to also offer it online. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. And, you know, we've offered uh, we offered Sunday for um, those who wanted to participate in communion at home that wanted to still watch online, but be um, participatory in that we offered um, elements for for the Lord's Supper and for communion at church on Sunday, and, I, and I'm assuming we can do the same thing tomorrow night during. Uh, we'll right have after, them available tomorrow right. evening, or again, if you're still out of caution, choosing not to go into public settings, but you'd like the elements to participate with us online on Thursday, just uh, drive through the, the kind of the yeah. uh, driveway here at the church. Call the church office; one of our assistants can bring out the elements to you, and you'll have it ready. Uh, for Thursday night. Again, that service will be at 7 o'clock. We're thinking it's going to last about 45 to 50 minutes. Yeah. It will be under an hour. And we're, we're really looking forward to it. We've put a lot of work into to planning it. Stuart and I are going to lead a brief time of worship through song, and we're going to have a brief teaching and then communion together, and really uh, a reflective service, I think. And um, I think it'll be a great time for I us think to it worship will together. kind of position the heart yeah. for uh, the Easter weekend to follow, of course, which leads us into Good Friday, yeah. which we're not having any, any formal activities here at the church. Uh, I would suggest, uh, again, if you're thinking, well, what can I do to make um, Good Friday a meaningful time of reflection? I might suggest that at some point in the day, maybe at the start of the day at the noon hour, take out your Bible and look to the Old Testament book of Isaiah and read Isaiah 53. It's one of the most dramatic prophetic descriptions of the sacrifice of Jesus that you'll find in the Old and New Testament. Right. And it will remind you of what Jesus was actively doing when he uh, allowed his life to be uh, sacrificed on the cross. And so uh, Thursday will kind of position our hearts for the weekend ahead. Friday can help us focus on, on Jesus and the, the wonder of that. And then that obviously leads us to the celebration of Sunday. Yeah. What can people look forward to on Sunday? I guess, you know, we've got our services at nine and 11, but maybe something different, something new, something fresh that we're doing Sunday. Maybe. Well, again, maybe I, a new I do series, realize perhaps. we'll be doing uh, the same schedule of our services. I sure. know some congregations maybe are adding a service. Uh, we're going to still just have the two. Uh, as you arrive, if you choose to join us in person you can anticipate our seating configuration is going to be a little different. Yep. Uh, we are no longer going to be skipping every other row because, again, the, the state has lifted some of the restrictions that they had earlier during the pandemic. But uh, we're not throwing caution to the wind either. As you enter, you're going to notice we've created an additional space uh, in the rows, I think about three feet from the back of one seat to the front of the next. Which so is right at what's been what recommended the from the CDC. is starting yeah. to say is a workable distance. So we're trying to still act in thoughtful ways with regard to, to that. But I do invite you to come because it's going to be a, a wonderful celebration in both of our services at 9 and again at 11. And yes, I, I am going to launch us into a, a new emphasis <laughs> Uh, we're not going to simply talk about Jesus' victory through the resurrection. And by the way, we will talk about that. We're going to start a new series based upon the Gospel of Mark, where uh, when I'm looking around at everything that's happening in our day, there's so much instability. There's so much uncertainty. And as I've been praying about, Lord, now, where do we need to be going as a people of faith? What would help us uh, navigate, say, the next eight or nine months? And what God began to, to impress upon my heart is we just need to center in even more consciously on Jesus in terms of uh, 
what he did, what he taught, his mission, his, the impact. And, and I thought, uh, well, as I've prayed about that, the, the simplest way to, to stay focused in that way would be just to walk through a gospel. And I began to think about, okay, which gospel should we focus on? And I just felt impressed. The gospel of Mark, it's, if you are familiar with it at all, it's the, it's the action gospel. I mean, Mark doesn't waste much time. He just kind of moves you from one major uh, event to the next, a lot of emphasis on the actions of Jesus as compared to simply his teaching. And it, it just presents to us, I think, in a, a compelling way, uh, the, the testimony of Jesus, the power of Jesus' life. And so what we're going to do on Sunday is I'm going to begin to introduce that gospel to us. And uh, then in subsequent weeks, we're going to just week by week, yeah. chapter and verse, we're going to just focus in on Jesus. So what's the significance of starting this series on Easter, you think? Well, in my mind, uh, Easter is the ultimate celebration of Jesus' victory. And uh, I, I think it's helpful as we think about that singular moment to, to not lose sight of the of the whole of his life. Sure. And I, I feel like as p- many people come to Easter with a fresh sense of, of excitement about what Jesus has accomplished, uh, I wanted that to be a springboard for us into it. Now, okay, we celebrate the fact that he conquered death. Now let's just spend some quality time looking at his life. And of course, a lot of people show up on Easter that may not regularly attend an Easter service. And I'm not going to lie, I'm I'm hoping that what they experience in our initial look at the start of Mark's gospel might cause them to to think to themselves, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to look at this. I want to understand more about what Jesus did. And, and, and we're not going to overlook anything. We're going to go through the whole book over the span of nine months. And uh, a person can look at it honestly. In fact, I'm hopeful, Josh, in future weeks on Tuesday, we'll have questions that people might submit to our podcast that we can talk about questions out of Mark's gospel that I maybe don't address on a Sunday. But you you read it, you think, well, what did that mean or why did he do it that way? Uh, You're going to have an open invitation to submit any questions that you have so that uh, we'll we'll just have a please do. an encouraging journey. Yeah, it'll be a neat dialogue for sure. Uh, so be sure to email those questions to us at podcast at North, northfortworth.com. Excuse me. Um, but also, we're going to talk just very briefly um, about, you know, some Easter things in our own life. And we talked briefly before the podcast about, you know, things that we uh, enjoyed or things that are memorable for us about, you know, Easter and that celebration, you know, from years past. But um, we'd love for you to share with us your favorite Easter memory, maybe your favorite Easter recollection, recollection from uh, whether it's... Um, Involving your church or your presence at, at, a, at a worship gathering or just with your family. We know that that's a special time and we'd love to for you to share with us. Um, and maybe we can share a few of those on air next week as we do the recap of, of the weekend and talk about yeah, I, Easter. I think Easter, obviously, even outside uh, churches, uh, yeah. is a cultural event for a lot of people. There frequently are family-related memories attached to sure. Easter. And uh, I, I agree. I think it would be enjoyable to maybe have you interact with us, share with us, uh, again, on our email address at podcast.no4.com. Maybe you could answer. I, I remember Easter when, and you could share yeah. uh, that experience in a way that would be helpful to us. Absolutely. Now, did you already have one that you had in mind, Josh? Yeah, you know, we shared before the podcast. I remember my home church when I was growing up, um, we had a, a sunrise service on Easter Sunday, just about as often as I can remember. Um 
and it was really short. There wasn't much to it, maybe a few songs and a devotional type thought, and um, then a time of prayer just outside, uh, sometimes even in the parking lot <laughs> of our church. But um, I remember that being such a special time as uh, as a young, um, not only as a young person, but as a young believer, you know, right. in Christ, and, and how um, impactful it was for me to really um, kind of keep stirring the wonder of the resurrection. Really, when you think about it, that's that's a huge aspect of it is the wonder of how did this happen and wh- why did this happen? Did, sure. You know, and uh, that's, it still brings us, uh, it brings a smile to me even as an adult, you know, to think about the really the true miracle of um, Jesus's life. Yeah. I fear the Easter story within the church has become such a familiar story that sure. Let's be honest. Maybe it's robbing us yeah. of, of just the the significance, I mean, the power of it. I mean, Jesus was in the grave for for three days, and he came out of the grave alive, resurrected, and and not just resurrected, but resurrected never to die again. Uh, I mean, which is the first fruit, as the New Testament describes, of what we will experience through through his return. But again, we we talk about it just so matter of factly. Yeah, Jesus. You conquer death. Yeah, and uh, I, we sing so many songs. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's one of the first things that comes to my mind is you know every other song that we may sing or hear on the radio, uh, you know, in a in a Christian setting is he conquered the grave, he rose from the grave, Jesus is alive, and those are all <laughs> very true things, but they they be- begin to come a bit mundane in our mind when we you know we're constantly repeating those things or saying those all the time. It uh, it may lose its wonder, you know. In a, in a simple way of putting it. Well, again, and I, I pray as we approach Sunday that uh, with fresh eyes of faith, we'll appreciate uh, just the, the significance of his victory, uh, the, the power of what it represents. Again, even though we'll be starting our, our series in the Gospel of Mark on Sunday, we're going to talk about the resurrection because it relates to sure. how John opens his, his gospel. But uh, I, I pray that we'll will not just go through the motions of another Easter celebration, that our hearts will be encouraged and strengthened as we focus on on uh, the truth of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Do you want to share with us your... your well, I, as we were talking earlier, I was trying to think which one I would point to. Um, and there are a couple of things that actually come to my mind, and this may surprise some of you that are listening. It's not so much attached to a worship service, and here I'm a pastor uh, sharing about Easter, I remember one particular Easter as a pastor, um, one of our church members was physically just not at a, a good place. I mean, death was not a particularly far off. And um, I just felt impressed of the Lord that particular Easter Sunday morning uh, to go to the hospital early in the day, in the morning, uh, so that I might see them and check on them, but also pray with them. And I did. And uh, I just recall out of that experience uh, the hope that was born in that moment. Here's a person, honestly, that's looking at death, not far off, Mm. and I'm able on that early Easter morning just to remind them of what we're celebrating on Easter, and I could just sense the hope of God. And if you really think about Easter, is that not what we're uh, particularly reminded of, that it is if Jesus can conquer death, which he has and he did and he can do for us, um, we should have hope, shouldn't we? Yeah. We should have a sense of expectation that 
even death is not a, a foe that will, will win the day. And so, again, that, uh, again, it, it's not your traditional Easter memory. Sure. Uh, but it's powerful. Uh, you know, it's still one that is still uh, fresh on my mind and heart. And the other, you and I were just talking about, uh, I had served at a church uh, previously back in the 90s, and we were a part of what is called a ministerial alliance, which is churches across denominations uh, coming together for various efforts. And we always came together during Passion Week, Holy Week, and we would come together for a Monday, Thursday, or for a Good Friday. And and what that impressed upon me is really how the Easter story was always supposed to be a story that brings us together. Uh, so Sadly, too often in church life, we allow many things to push us apart as churches or denominations when the death and resurrection of Jesus should be something that, uh, just as a people of faith, that would help us to overcome some of the differences that we allow to separate us. And to me, again, looking back, that was instructive. It was something that the Lord used to remind me that, uh, though, yeah, I'm not diminishing that sometimes certain denominations may have some differences of interpretation and doctrine, and I, I totally respect that and get that. But shouldn't we as a people of faith appreciate that the death and resurrection of Jesus and our understanding of what that means mutually should bring us together, yeah. regardless of those things that may separate us? And so, uh, again, looking back over that period of time, that that was, a, again, not so much a singular memory, but just kind of a collective lesson that God began yeah. to put on my heart that to this day I, I'm grateful for. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, and I think a lot of churches have, um, especially with big, you know, we call Easter an impact, you know, holiday, Christmas, sure. Easter, things like that are really big impact moments, impact events in, in the church world. And it's really, it's interesting to see how, all hands on deck, you know, churches and ministries can be with one another, you know, united with one another through that season, through that holiday. But um, we're looking forward to this Sunday. We're looking forward to Thursday. We're even looking forward to tomorrow night, Wednesday night Bible study we at 630. Continue in our study of Proverbs. I'll even give you a, kind of a preview tomorrow. We're going to just talk about the choice between honesty and dishonesty. And uh, Solomon in the book of Proverbs really drives home the argument that we need to live honest lives. So if you've not been a part of our Wednesday series, come on tomorrow, 6.30 online or on campus. Uh, it will be a helpful lesson. I, I think you would admit our culture right now is having a whole lot of problems dealing with what's true and yep. false and honesty and dishonesty. <laughs> I, I think it's a timely lesson. Yeah, no doubt, for sure. Don't want to miss that at 6.30. We'll also have children's activities and student activities. Um, student activities are both in person and online um, and it's on Instagram live at 630 and then our children's activities are in the kids area down the hallway um, the long hallway um, and those are all starting at 630 this Wednesday and then at 7 p.m. on Thursday will be our Monday Thursday service um, and you won't want to miss that as well expect about 45 minutes to an hour for that service um, a casual service I would say and there's no Really no expectation there for anyone. Just come as you are for that service um, and be ready to, to fellowship and to reflect and to, to look at the, the command of, of Christ. Um, and then look towards Sunday with expectation. Absolutely. Let's allow our hearts to be renewed with hope. Yes. We're praying for you this week, church, and we love you. We look forward to, to seeing you Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. But other than that, have a great week. Mm -hmm.